It's time for the Showtime and Timberwolves Show with your hosts, Paladino Joey and the People's Champ, Vince Germano. The Showtime and T-Wolves show is back, ladies and gentlemen. The Showtime and T-Wolves show is back because the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers, well, their offseason has finally hit full bloom here. We had to wait a little bit for uh, the LA Lakers to get their coach. We're still in waiting to find out where uh, uh, well, a guy we thought was a future Laker is going to wind up. All kinds of stuff has happened. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff has happened. But... To be more polite, I am your host, Paladino Joey, and with me once again is the people's champ, Vinrog, Vince Germano. Joey and good to be back finally. Yes. Chats of T-Wolves and Lakeshore. Yes, we are finally back. We finally have coaches, and we finally are able to get back on the air. I'm really happy to be back. I'm, of course, here in Golden Valley, Minnesota. And, uh, well, it, the weather's been adequate, but over in Melbourne, Australia, it sounds like a blustery day over there. Mate, it is the coldest day we've ever had, and it's blowing <laughs> a gale, there's rain, um, so uh, I've got to tell you straight off the bat, there is Buckley's chance of me having a cold beer right now, I'm, I'm having a nice hot coffee. <laughs> Damn, no, I'm just no, it's okay. <laughs> You've uh, you got the frothy all to yourself, my friend. You, Yep, and just to kind of, uh, yep, because this is the traditional beer check we like to do right at the beginning, because this is the old, uh, you know, two two mates in the pub talking about the NBA and about the Lakers and Timberwolves. But, uh, yeah, so I figured it's kind of cool there. So I figured have a beer that fits it more cool in Australia, because I think, I think our listener base leans more on the Australia side, at least right now, which is obviously that's fantastic, and I appreciate all of you guys over there. In the uh, right now, the cooler down under because it's winter there. Um, so instead of having the Halcyon from Tallgrass, I'm opening up a Buffalo Sweat, which is a cream stout, of course. Wonderful stuff. Uh, Tallgrass out of Manhattan, Kansas. Fantastic brewery, of course. Kind enough to sponsor us on this show. Right now, I'm having their <laughs> Buffalo Sweat edition, a 5.0 ABV. Very, very Easy drinking for a stout, but lots of flavor as well. But I also got to say, to stay on the stout, uh, the stout conversation. <laughs> yes, sir. For those of you out there that are able to get this beer in the Central Time Zone, we'll say of the United States of America, <laughs> is going to be there's going to be an Imperial Stout released, and probably in the winter time called Big Rick. So, wow, that is fantastic. I was lucky enough to already have tried it and. Oh my God, <laughs> that stuff is going to be awesome. So be on the lookout for that come winter time. But for those of you out there, go to www.tallgrass.com. Simply go there and look, uh, click on the beer locator, type in your zip code to find out what's available in your area and rock and roll. Try this good stuff. So with that, we simply now jump into overall NBA conversation. Both of our teams have head coaches now. Yeah. We have uh, Flip Saunders, as those of you out there already know. Very, uh, obviously, late to the party on this particular show. But, uh, yeah, Flip Saunders, our head coach. The Lakers name former Lakers shooting guard Byron Scott. Well, I've got to tell you, he wasn't my, I've got to be honest, he wasn't my first choice. Mm-hmm. But listening to his press conference, uh, 
he's won me over. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited. Um, you know, a true Lakers come back to coach. Uh, he's got three rings, and one thing I'm, you know, me, Joey. You saw my Twitter feed the last two and a half, whatever, how long that other idiot was coaching for. <laughs> All I ever wanted was for my team to play defense. I can handle losing, but I can't handle losing when you're just letting guys waltz in for layups and uncontested shots and no rotations on defense. So I'm, I just want to see this team compete every night on D. Uh, like Byron said, you know, offense will come and go, but you've got to, you've got to uh, compete on the other end and, and it's it. I just can't wait. I'm, I'm excited. I, I really am. I'm. It, it, the fact is, he's got three rings, and he's going to ask guys to to run through brick walls for him because on the other side, there's better things, and they can look at those three rings and go, "Well, you know what? He's been there. He's done it." Mm-hmm. And uh, with D'Antonio, you know, what does he want? Nothing. So, diddly squat. So uh, I'm I'm really excited. He's won me over so far. Um, and you know what? He took. He's been to the finals twice as a coach. He took a Nets team to the finals um, that really had no business in being in the finals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully this is the start of um, things looking up. Yeah, I like his record. He's one of the more underrated coaches out there. Uh, I cannot believe Byron Scott has been such a retread so to speak like why do teams keep getting rid of him so quick um like yeah. one of, uh, i'll go ahead yep no i was just saying to uh, my illustrious host of the courtside podcast uh, yes. uh, mm-hmm. he seems for some reason you're right he only lasts like three or four years yeah it's quick i mean i mean not, not super quick mind you but it seemed like the cleveland job is way way too quick but like what and what I was leading in towards, it seems like he always goes in when it's like a reclamation project, doesn't it? He he always has to go to a team when like they got to start over, you know, like Cleveland, like like uh, the Hornets, yeah. And then and then they get a hell of a lot better. It seems like every single time. Yeah, look, um, there's it just for me, it's the whole vibe of the thing. It just fits, you know. Byron's back. Mm-hmm. A lot of the legends are happy. Uh, the fans are happy. So uh, and we've added some decent talent. So yeah, yeah I'm really chomping at the bit to uh, get the season started. Yeah, I and I, I like the hire too. Obviously, the whole Laker pedigree. I mean, heck, he was the he was a shooting guard there for a while. Obviously, went on to the Indiana Pacers later on. Always a clutch clutch uh, small forward. What am I talking about? Shooting guard. <laughs> Pardon me, six four shooting guard. But um, I'll. <laughs> I always liked him as a player. Always very solid. You know, I mean, he's he's a winner. Absolutely. Uh, you know, did you hear the story? Um, I think Kobe Bryant gave a call and said, "I've been working out with Nick Young and Jordan Hill, where we're in the gym, we're working out." Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, "Well, I hope you guys are working on your defense." I sure hope they are, huh? <laughs> he said. He said to Kobe, he "Goes, you you better be working on your defense because you boys are going to be playing defense this year." So. Music to my ears. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, I, and, mm-hmm. I think you drink, I think you should drink to that. I uh... will. <laughs> yeah, I will drink to that because you know how much we can relate to that over here in uh, Mini Twenty with playing a little bit of defense for crying out loud. So I will drink to that right now. Defense, it, uh, yeah. It's, mm. mm-hmm. You can't have it. You can't have all that uh, freedom on one end without responsibility on the other in my book. So. Bring on that defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely bring on that defense. Yep. And for the record out there, I think you already mentioned it, but yeah, you're just having coffee, aren't you? Because <laughs> it's too cold. It is, mate, it is that cold. I would, I would need to be thawing out if I was having a, fro- uh, a beer. The beer would be frozen. But then again, though, you could have the buffalo sweat, though. But look, hey, I'll be teasing you. Yeah, well, like, I could. <laughs> yeah, um, good old Torgrass, amazing sponsors that they are. Still uh, just... Just haven't heard of the international postal service yet. Yeah, I, I I so wish too. I mean, but it's going to happen someday. Just like our official beer, the overall official beer of the show, Eight Bit Pale Ale, the greatest thing ever with that Pac Man logo. I am looking, um, looking forward to my uh, Pac Man arriving soon, and it shall. Some, yep, some stage. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just like how their uh, how their hops are actually Australian. So there you go. 
they actually yeah. they originate from Australia. So galaxy hops. Yeah. So yeah, with that said, now you have Jeremy Lin in the mix. Jeremy Lin, after an interesting little deal with Houston, they're just trying so hard to make cap space so they can sign a uh, certain former Miami Heat player, or they even thought Carmelo Anthony. Oh, but yeah, they they were able to get rid of him for almost nothing, and the Lakers are able to get Jeremy Lin. I mean, and a draft pick, right? Uh, I'm excited for both. I'm really happy about the draft pick. Um, yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, look, Mitch does it again. Uh, Lin's really, really solid. Uh, I think he had career highs in field goal percentage. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him with a pick and roll with Boozer and, and Randall. Yeah. Uh, look, he, he plays D. He's, he's an upgrade. I mean, he's young. I mean, yeah, yep. Again, something to look forward to. I think he's going to be really good with Byron Scott. Byron did wonders for uh, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving. I think he's going to really help out Lynn as well. So just another positive in my book. I'm I'm really looking forward to – I've already added him on 2K14 on the PS4. And (laughs) uh, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, I love doing that. You know, when you you have like a – you know, you have the current NBA game, 2K is obviously much better than anything – EA Sports would make, in my humble opinion. They're they're not sponsors, but I'm just saying, you know, anything Sega Sports is better, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, that, that's the fun part. Me and uh, Marcus, the forecaster, my my illustrious guest on Timberwolves Explosion, or yeah, what am I talking about? Co-host on Timberwolves Explosion. Um, yeah, yeah, he likes to always like uh, simulate what what our team's gonna look like in the coming year with the different moves, like when we had Beasley or Andre Kirilenko and stuff. Um, Apologize for the listeners on that on those names at the time being, but yeah, you know it's always fun to check out uh, what players look like on our team and how how they're going to fit in. So yeah, I totally hear you there. Well, I'm looking forward to adding Michael Beasley. Yeah, that's the other one. Michael Beasley is a possibility. He's been working out. Uh, do you like the idea? Love the idea, mate. Love it. Mm-hmm. I know you, you're you're not uh, so high on Michael Beasley, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> But he's going to learn to do things. He's going to learn to do things the lake away, not the T-Wolf way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I always liked the move for the Lakers. I remember years ago, a couple years ago, there was talk about Beasley going to the. Uh, it was a three-team deal: Beasley to L.A., uh, Jamal Crawford to Minnesota. Oh, I'm still crying <laughs> about that one. I really wish it happened. And was it uh, Steve Blake back to Portland from L.A.? Uh, yeah. I believe we would have had to take on Fisher's contract as well, and we were too, you know mean about doing that <laughs> we just didn't want to do a buyout and let him go to okc but yeah that's how it goes but now you get the chance to get beasley still so so it seems and look he can play small forward yeah uh, okay. i think his ceilings his ceiling is is, is decent I, i've got no question that beasley can average 18 and 19 in this league uh, i think he even averaged that for minnesota he did, yeah. His first year here, he really showed some Carmelo Anthony-ish like scoring ability. It, it was it was some good stuff. It's just his biggest Achilles heel, obviously, is he just needs to stay focused for crying out loud. That was my next point. It's yeah. between it's it's between the years, and yep. I said on my Facebook page, uh, I think there could be nothing better for him to spend a year or two with Kobe Bryant on learning how to prepare and and conduct yourself on the court and how hard you work off the court, um, it can only be a good thing, right, if he's pairing up with, with Kobe? I would hope so. And and uh, Byron Scott is so professional too, obviously, and obviously an 80s Laker. It doesn't get better than that. I'm um, just, you know, keeping the eyes on the prize, so to speak, rather than, you know, in Miami, sure their eyes were on the prize, but, uh, you know, you get the vibe. They didn't give a damn about him, did they? <laughs> they really didn't in, no, the, in Miami. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. It, my beef was, I kept saying this to Hank McCoy, like, why sign the kid if you're not going to play him? It's not like, like, he's better than Rashad Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm way ahead of Rashad Lewis. It was it was driving me nuts in the finals. He could have helped. Yeah, Rashad Lewis is like a, like a you know, like a beat up old car that you're just waiting for it to break <laughs> down. Unfortunately, yeah. in Dallas, he did. Well, yep, that's exactly right. It was so frustrating, but hey, look. He, we're going to get him cheap. Um, if he performs, you know, it's up to him to perform to get another contract. So, yeah. In saying that, I'd rather, uh, what is he, 25? 
About yeah, yeah, yeah. Under twenty-five year old. Yeah. Yep. With then then uh, Mark, a twenty-five year old Michael Beasley, then a thirty-six year old Sean Marion, who we were looking at. So. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, give me Beasley all day. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can stay focused, there it is. I mean, it's got to happen one of these years. One of these years. Hopefully, this this decade. <laughs> Uh, Gerald Green figured it out. Uh, he wasn't quite as immature, but uh, I don't even know what he was, Gerald Green. And he was, man, he was good on Phoenix. So, um, hey, Wesley Johnson, I don't know what it was before in the past, but he's he's looking a hell of a lot better in L.A. too. So, Oh, look, he, he, he's, uh, he's looking better, but he's still not worthy of a number four pick. But, no. uh, but geez, he was – I really liked him last year. He was, yeah. he was good, yeah. so good. He was rock solid, yep. It was very rock solid. And yes, I almost forgot to mention in the notes and all that good stuff. Yeah, you did get a power forward. It's just all all <laughs> empty stats himself that me and me and the forecaster always pick on him because he's he's all empty stats. That's Carlos Boozer, old turf toe Boozer. Yep. Don't you love? Uh, he sounds motivated. I'm hoping he is. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I think he might just have a pee heart. Mm-hmm. But. We'll see. We'll see. He's, he sounds. He's, he's saying all the right things. Uh, and look, you know who's going to get on his ass if he doesn't pull his weight. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. So, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully that that guy's healthy. Yeah. That's uh Oh, mate. He's. Don't don't doubt the mamba. Nope. Yeah, he'll be dropping fifty on your tables. Don't you worry. Oh boy. Yeah. If 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 Kevin Martin's a shooting guard again, oh yeah, he probably will. <laughs> Oh, talk about soft and empty stat. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Come on, uh, logged in for a bit last year. Yeah, he had some good moments. Just the, the old softy. Yeah, I just love guys that are their specialty is shooting, and they're not physical, yet they attack the rim on the last play of the game. It's just, oh, I just can't take it anymore. I, I, I just, you know. <laughs> you know, I totally understand, mate. I, I get you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just one of those one of those ongoing sagas we've we've known very well in uh, the city of lakes. Yes. Um, well, you, <laughs> regardless if Carlos Boozer works out our power forward, you got to be pretty happy with that draft pick you wound up with. The guy you talked about extensively in the past about how you would love to have him. That was earlier <laughs> on this show. Oh, Joey. Hmm? Joey, you know when the draft is on. Yes, it's, I'm at work, and uh, ah. I got uh, I got no work done, safe to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I had my phone out, and we're hiding. Me and a friend were hiding down the back at work, and um, <laughs> we were just watching the draft. And I, I just I was hoping we'd pass on Aaron Gordon. Is that his mm-hmm. name? Uh, Noah Vonley. I didn't want him. I don't rate him. Uh, well, I rate him a little bit. Um, and each time they passed, and they got to the Celtics, and I'm like, "Do not take Randall. Do not take Randall." They took Smart, and I'm like, "We got him. We got him." And um, I was on a hike for like a week. We'll say that again, you. Yeah. Kid you not, I was a high on a week. I love this kid. Mm-hmm. He seems he's got such a nose for the ball. He's awesome, awesome rebounder. He can dribble. His jump shot is pretty good. People worry about him scoring inside. Like, can he get his shot off on taller players? Get off the grass is all I'm going to say. He's going to have no problems in the NBA. Oh, he's a twenty and ten guy. Don't you worry about that. I think, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm. I would be pretty excited too. Uh, that's a that's a great pick for the LA Lakers. Very good. Uh, very very good chances there that you got yourself at least a, well, at least a, a core piece to your team. And of the future, right there in, in, in uh, Julius Randle, if not a, if not a possible franchise player of the future. No, I agree, mate. I'm at at this stage. I just yeah, look if he, if he turns into be a, a key piece, that's great. If he's a franchise guy, even better. Mm-hmm. Yep, even better, as you like to say. Yep. yep. So before we hop more into Timberwolves talk, obviously, yeah, Flip is the coach. So I'm just gonna I'll, I'll briefly get into that in a second. <laughs> Uh, anything uh anything new on Kobe of late the mamba um i know he's uh, 100% that's good uh, he called me the other day he said i'm, I'm good to go big fella so i said that's good kobe kobe yeah look uh, 100% ready to go uh, apparently he looks looks pretty good working out so um 
I'm expecting, you know, 25 and 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and he's the kind of guy, he's going to be working seven, eight hours a day, basically, like, you know, shooting shots. So that's um, just who he is. Massive, yeah. massive chip on his shoulder this year. Um, he, he knows people are questioning whether he can come back. Um, so, yeah, look out. Kobe's, Kobe's motivated. He's hungry. What does he say? Uh, what's that little saying he's got? Uh, different animal, same beast or something, brother. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on that one. Yeah, well, something like that. <laughs> Pretty much he's pissed off is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, look, look out. Look out. He's, he's, I can't. I'll look, we've only got him for two two more years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm just joining him for the next two years. I, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be turning on. And this is a situation, you know, as a fan of the NBA, I hope, I truly hope that Kobe's back at it again and that he's able to really shut a lot of the doubters up, to be quite honest. As an, as an NBA fan, I mean, regardless if, if, uh, they were the they were the big bully that knocked the wolves down like forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> uh, you know, when when a guy gets older like that, you want to see him keep going. You really do. Like Michael, I really wanted to see him keep going, and I enjoyed it when he did. So with Kobe, I, I definitely feel the same here. I, I cannot, absolutely cannot doubt that. Uh, I would love to see him hang on for a while here and shut everyone up. So are, are we ready to slide into the Timberwolves a bit? Go for it. Are we ready? Yep, and, and yes, we'll b- bounce back into L.A. talk again as well. Um, on our side of the draft board, we got the Levine machine. Yes. <laughs> Zach Levine. Oh, boy. I, I wanted Gary Harris, Doug, on it, but hey, Levine's got some intrigue to him. Uh, he's certainly a bit uh, wild and crazy a little bit, I, I got to say, with the way he reacts to things a little bit. But, uh, yeah, um, all kinds of debate on what that was all about, the whole head head on the table and F me and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, I would like to believe that was mostly about he just, wow, he's in the moment. He can't believe he's in the NBA now. It's an awesome feeling. I'll, I, I like to believe it. It seems like he's happy here, so... Yeah, but that's probably something that's been rehashed back and forth with on, on message boards all over the place. So, in, any thoughts you may have on that? I've got a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was surprised with the pick. I, I, I thought a Gary Harris would have been oh. pretty good too, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I know. I know Levine can dunk. He's got awesome hops and all this and that. He's got a decent outshot, outside shot. But yep. Your honest, your gut feeling. What's Levine's ceiling? Can he put the pill pill through the hoop? You know that's gonna. He, he's really a. He's really tough to read right now. To be quite honest, um, in a summer league, he looks like he could be a really damn good shooting guard in this league. The way he releases the ball, the way he just his his feel for the game, but it does spell a lot of inconsistency early on. Um, the athleticism, there's no question about that, but. Now, Gerald Green was athletic, too. It took him about seven years, eight years to really even be anything. But now he's something on his third, fourth team. Um, so <laughs> frustration there. Um, kind of hit and miss with Gerald Green. I do I do like the way this kid talks, though, in general, where he wants to be in the gym and he wants to really – he wants to bulk up his body and work on his defense as well. So he's, he's saying the right things. Now the question is, will he do the right things – in summer league, he looked good, but we all know what summer league is. I mean, you know, I mean, we 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 really do, don't we? Yeah, we we've yeah. seen third string point guards look like Kobe out there. So, yeah, that's right. It happens. So I'm wow. Oh, why can't I get the guy's name? I keep blanking. But he was like a career third, you know, third third uh, point guard guy that looked really damn good out there in the past. So, you know, like the Jeff McGinnis types. Yep, yep. Jeff McGinnis. Oh. My illustrious host, Hank McCoy, he, uh, yeah. he's got the thing winning MVPs and dunk comps and this and that, and he's going to shut everyone up. And mm-hmm. All I can say is I'm glad Ricky Rubio is his point guard because Rubio will get some quality looks. It could be a lot of fun. I mean, this, this uh, Timberwolves offseason is getting quite interesting, and yeah, we're about to hop more into that soon here. But, yeah, it could be a really good marriage, yeah, because when you have a point guard that's 
wants to have like a, a quote-unquote lob city situation here in the Twin Cities versus Clipperland. Ugh, I can't stand that team. Just can't deal with it. But, um, well, maybe Levine could try to be like a, uh, he, he could try to be like a, a shooting guard version of Blake Griffin, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Turn it, turn it up. Huh? Turn it up. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I'm just, I'm just staring you up. But look, for your sake, I hope he mate. Look, as much as I love the Lakers, I want nothing more to see the T-Wolves uh, successful. So I'm hoping he can turn into an 18-point you know, shooting guard and he's getting lobs thrown by Rubio. Uh, yeah. I'm just not sure yet. I'm just not sold he can consistently put the ball in the cup. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you, yeah, I, I think it's too early to, yeah, it's too early to see him as a, you know, a, you know, like long-term, like his ceiling. It's too early to see his ceiling as somebody over 20 points a game, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't quite see it either myself. So, like, as you were asking about the ceiling and yeah. such, yeah, I, I don't really necessarily see 20 points a game either. It's uh, he's, it's definitely a work in progress. It's, it's hard to really compare him to anybody other than a Gerald Green type, which... Well, he's good. I mean, Gerald Green turned out to be pretty good in Phoenix, but it took forever to get there, though. That's the problem. You don't have seven years to wait. No, we don't. I mean, it's been ten already, so... so yeah, let's, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I do think he'll get there quicker than Green. That's my uh, early prediction, we'll say. He seems to be more of a worker than Green. Yeah, Green was just kind of like, wow, look at me, I can dunk. I'm, I'm, oh man, I can, I can blow out a cupcake, a candle on a cupcake while I'm dunking. That's, that's great. Yeah. But, but there's a trillion more, tr- trillion more aspects to basketball than jumping. But, um, and he, he had some of them, but at the same time, it just seemed like he wasn't a focused guy. Uh, Gerald Green, that is. Um, a, a guy who is pretty focused. The Timberwolves adding a really nice backup point guard who also could get rid of the. Feisty little man syndrome. Uh, JJ Barea, he might be out of here. Yes, uh, Mo Williams added to the Timberwolves as the, the the Cavaliers, the Minnesota Cavaliers, are starting to form their uh, team here. Yes, he's the first to come out of the uh, future ones. <laughs> what a great uh, solid signing this is! I love it. Oh, when when I saw that, I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> got the ESPN <laughs> alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was too. I was uh, absolutely racked with that signing. Uh, Mo, Mo brings plenty. You know, he was pre- he was pretty good in Portland. Yeah, he was. And and the sad part is, he even though he was, yeah, it's like right now when you look at it, yeah, it's like he was valuable in Portland. And the funny part about all that is how valuable he was. It's like that was like his worst year, pretty much as a pro. And so it's like that tells you how valuable Mo Williams truly could be for this uh, for the for the Timberwolves coming into this season. Yeah, and the good thing is he can he can uh, obviously Martin's you know we know where Martin's going to end up he's going to go in the in the in the big trade. Yeah, but, uh, Mo can also you know at, at times just have a little bit of a spell at two guard. He's got a nice outside shot, uh, and he's gonna, and he's going to uh, when Rubio goes to the bench now you've got a, a an even better point a better point guard <laughs> than Barea. Yes. Coming in to spell uh, Rubio, so man, what a, I, I was absolutely wrapped for that. I got the Bleacher Report mm-hmm. uh, notification. I was like, "Ooh, Joey's going to be your cock a hoop over that one." It's an it's an awesome move. And the, the forecaster, you wouldn't believe, like off the mic, how many times he's talking about. Uh, what do you think of uh, you know, man? I wish the Wolves gave Mo Williams. Oh man, you know, <laughs> all the time, Mo Williams and Jamal Crawford. It had to be one of the two or both. Yes. Finally, oh, stupid Clippers and Portland—two teams I hate more than anybody. They'd always get them, you know, and we'd be waiting. Oh, <laughs> flips! I'll tell you what. So far, I'm happy with Flip. Absolutely happy with what he's doing so far. Yeah, shame on me. I was like ripping him behind the scenes a little bit here. <laughs> you were, you were, you were disgraceful. I was. Oh, <laughs> our fight, right? Yep, yep. That's gonna make its return soon. Um, after our uh, after our mega mini show, you know, back back in April, that's the last our last show we did. We yeah, yeah, we it was kind of like as we call it, like a non traditional show because you cut out some of the regular stuff to do a quick show, which is what that was. 
uh, making a return to this one. But um, yeah, I'm I totally hear you. This guy uh, this guy knows uh, when to hold him and when to fold him better than we thought. Wow. Mm. And um, look, I I don't know if you listened to uh, the Courtside podcast about two shows ago. I called you out a little bit. Yep. Because <laughs> you, you thought I was crazy on the uh, on the state of the Timberwolves show. You were, you were saying to Hank and uh, Marcus, oh, <laughs> I don't know what Vince is crapping on about. Oh, I wouldn't. He wants to. He you know he would keep love. He'd make him stay and all this and that and. I was right, wasn't I? Say it. Say I was right. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. You're able to get the. Uh, <laughs> looks like he was able to get the Cavaliers to play some chicken with us. Mate, you know what? They jumped he out had, of the car. Mm-hmm. Had the hand because there's no way they can sign the, the Cavs. A LeBron wants him. Yeah. B LeBron, LeBron told the Cavs to go out and get him. Mm-hmm. C LeBron has told Love, "You, I want you to play with me." Mm-hmm. And then flips like, well. Flip knows they can't get Love as a free agent. They can't fit him in. No. So he holds all the cards. He's like, you want him, give something up. Yep. And he had to stick fat, and he did. And you know what? He deserves a massive, massive pat on the back for it because yes. mm-hmm. he's turned around, like like Hang said, you aren't raping us in trades anymore, and he's sending a message. He really is, and what an awesome job. I mean, what an awesome job. If, if and when this trade does happen the way it's – Headed towards, uh, we're to, you know, uh, Andrew Wiggins, Anthony Bennett. Uh, the rest of the pieces are still kind of coming together. Possibly Dion Waiters, maybe a three-team trade involving uh, Thaddeus Young and Dion Waiters. All that stuff going on. Draft picks heading to Philly to just get Philly's t- talk about the uh, tank mode. They're basically the all-time tank team, I think, right now. <laughs> Thank God we had Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I. Yep. <laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, for those of you living in a cave, or actually maybe you were trapped on the moon somehow the last uh, couple, like, uh, was it a month and a half now? LeBron James has signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, yeah, I was kind of getting a little bit, uh, I was kind of, it was an extremely bittersweet moment for me because I was like, oh, yeah, because I like the Miami Heat, and I like LeBron James on the Miami Heat, and I still like the Miami Heat even without him because I, I, I've liked that team because of Dwayne Wade, mostly. Yep. Since 04. I've kind of I've kind of always had a, a I kind of always liked Florida teams for some reason, or well, Miami teams, not not all the Florida teams. I don't, I hate Orlando. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just ugh, can't deal with that. Um, so it was a massive bittersweet thing. I was really sad to see him go from Miami, but it's like, yeah, the little twinkle in my eye popped up because it's like, we're going to get Andrew Wiggins, aren't we? <laughs> We're going to get Andrew Wiggins. Because <laughs> now Kevin Love's going to agree to a trade to uh, Cleveland now. So it's all just a matter of time and obviously well, having to wait for them to sign him and 30-day dealy and, well, yeah, they finally signed him. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just I think, you know, you get Andrew Wiggins. And let's not forget Anthony Bennett. Yeah, yep. This kid, this kid, okay, probably shouldn't have gone number one. Maybe I don't know. Look, he yeah, come in, one. He, mm-hmm. he had injuries, came in out of shape. So you know what? Now he looks good. He looks like he's lost a ton of weight. So let's reset for Anthony Bennett. I think Bennett can give you fifteen and ten. That's the exciting part. I mean, talk about a nice bonus if he if he can. Wow, can go inside and out. And Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Look, Wiggins in in two or three years, I think. Whew. Man, man, Rubio, Rubio throwing him to Wiggins. Oh man, you you should be. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Joey. If oh. the population rod isn't at full attention right now, there's something wrong. You you should be just bouncing off the walls. Yeah, I'm 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 extremely excited if this trade does take place and it. Looks like it will. Uh, the indicators are very much heading towards Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. It's going to happen. Um, Chicago supposedly made an offer, though a lot of people believe it was Flip Saunders or somebody inside the Wolves organization kind of trying to maybe get the last, uh, like a last-ditch effort to get even more out of Cleveland, <laughs> possibly, than we're already getting. To like say, oh, look at Chicago's offering. All that good stuff. But, um, 
obviously the Warriors. They they don't even want to give up Clay Thompson. That's a joke. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't touch that deal with a ten foot pole. That one. Yeah, to to hell with it. As much as I love Harrison Barnes, unlike some people out there, you know, like some people like him, some people don't. But yeah, this Cleveland deal. Oh my! I mean, it it, it was the best one from day one. I mean, you're, we're getting Andrew Wiggins and Anthony Bennett, and as ironic as all possible. Back-to-back number one overall picks that were from Canada. It's kind of funny when you think about that. <laughs> and, and the bit, and uh, the best, one of the best parts is you're getting rid of Berea and probably Kevin. Hallelujah! Oh, getting rid of Berea. Oh my! So <laughs> now who am I going to bash? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, you find someone. <laughs> yeah, Pekovich. Stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, he picks picks right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. I won't be too hard on him and. Man, you have Gorgie Zhang, you have Pekovich, you have Bennett, you have Wiggins, you have, uh, well, you have Levine, hopefully. Maybe he'll be the bash. You know, I'm kidding. I'll try not to bash Rubio too much. No, I'm kidding. Well, uh, let's listen to you. bash Rubio, I'll bash you. Yep, yep, I'm done. <laughs> then, then, then there's the bar fight. But, yeah, I mean, every, everything's pointing to Cleveland. It's uh, officially just uh, Minnesota and Cleveland having a conversation involving Kevin Love now. I mean, all, all reports are headed that way. It's the dream situation for the Timberwolves. I mean, when you lose a franchise player, how many times do you come out worse? You know, you come out significantly worse. In this case, hey, this could really be a r- extremely positive <laughs> coming out of this. Obviously, you get rid of the bad attitude. You know, and obviously a guy who's really good, and it was nice to have him, but he didn't want to be here. So you gotta, you gotta get the best you can. And oh my, mm, sure looking that way. <laughs> mm, I'm very excited. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'm I'm extremely ecstatic. The thing about getting Wiggins is, and and also Bennett to to some extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get him to buy into. Into the T Wolves, uh, you know, into the culture. You got to, you know, hopefully Wiggins can come in and, and say, you know, I, I love playing for the T Wolves in a couple of years, and I want to bring a championship with Rubio and Bennett and whoever, whoever else, whoever else you have at that stage. And mm-hmm. so it gives you at least know you've got him for six years at least, right? Six yeah. years. Yep. I mean, we'll have obviously the first right to uh, sign him to a potential max deal depending on just how good he is you know when there's uh yep. you know when the rookie contract is up so so uh, a great place know, to be mm-hmm. six seven years to make him fall in love with the place and change the culture and you just because one thing that bothers me about the, the timberwolves franchise you never hear anyone say we're trying to win a championship you mm-hmm. never hear you never ever hear it that's what i'm talking about yeah and that's why uh, a lot of people seem to not like not like Timberwolves explosion too much around here. It seems like most of my listeners are not from Minnesota, and that's fine. You know, that's totally fine to me. If they don't want to win, that's that's up to them, I guess. I mean, yeah, well, can, <laughs> you know what I mean? They can all get stuffed pretty much, but um, exactly. You know, exactly. It's I, well, I won the championship. Mm-hmm. Is what Wiggins coming in saying? I'm I'm coming even in a couple of years when he you know he's more familiar with the league and he's more comfortable. I, I want to win a freaking championship. This is what I'm here for. This is what I play the game for. Yep. Yeah, the money's great and everything, but we need some bling in Minnesota. God damn it. Yes, I, I totally agree. That's what I'm That's what I'm all about. I want a championship with, you know, like with anything, you know, for anything. I really want that championship here in Minnesota. I mean, I experienced two World Series championships with the Twins and, I want that feeling again, and I've been seeking it ever since, since 1991, seeking it like... Have I told you I've experienced five NBA championships? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you should have ten, though, damn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Byron Bar- Scott reckons we've got 17. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yep. He's, He's like, oh, we, well, one of us has got 17, the other's got none. It's like, uh, Byron, we've only got 16. Damn it. Damn it. No. Yep, yep, you're stuck with 16 for the time being. Celtics, uh, you're knocking on the Celtics' door. Yep. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. Marcus Smart or Julius Randle, right? It's back-to-back. Who would have thunk it? You'd see the Celtics and the Lakers back-to-back draft picks in the, in the lottery. That must have been just weird. It was a bit weird. It's, uh, it's exciting, too. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm 
problems rebuilding. I like looking at young talent coming in and see who we're bringing in and going. And so I don't mind it. Yeah, it it is fun. I mean, there is a fun side to rebuilding. I mean, it's nice to it's nice to watch a young guy develop because if it works out, man, is that fun? Because then you experience the whole thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just you know, you can't you can't keep looking at negatives. You know, like otherwise, all this losing will drive you crazy. Yeah. I mean, just look at you. You've lost your marbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have lost. I, I've gone nuts over the years. You're follically challenged over it. Yep, yep. Oh. That, you know, I'm. You know, I pulled my hair out already about a hundred thousand <laughs> times, right? <laughs> all this, all this. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, jeans or whatever the word is. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. It's because of the Timberwolves. Yeah, Joey. Joey. Uh, Joey pulled his hair. He didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. He pulled. It's gone. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's why you got all those guys in uh, the Laker uh, audience with that slick black hair. Yeah. <laughs> We're all stress-free, mate. We've, we've, we've got our bling. <laughs> oh, man, quite a quite a few, yes. Oh, boy. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm about. Seems like a lot of fans in Minnesota think I'm a little bit too, uh, I don't know what the word is, hustle and bustle about things. Well, too bad. Well, you tell it like, just tell it, keep telling it like it is, mate. That's all you can do. Absolutely. As LeBron James said, what, what they think don't matter. When he was holding that trophy with the Miami Heat last year, uh, you know, well, two years ago, what is it, a year and a half ago now? Yeah. yeah it, it don't matter, as he said. That, that's how I feel about it. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Stuff them. Stuff them. <laughs> so with that said, I mean, that pretty much puts the wraps on the uh, – on the trade trade rumors, there's only one trade quote unquote rumor that looks looking very much like fact. We're in the waiting period right now because the 30 day uh, moratorium, whatever the word is, monitorium is for. Don't ask, me. Huh? Don't ask me what the word is. Yeah, look at me. I'm going all crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the 30 day wait after a rookie signs his contract before he can be traded. So that's where we are right now. That's why things are silent. It's definitely nothing like talks are breaking down or anything. It could still happen. Cross your fingers that it doesn't. I don't think it will be because the best news is when LeBron James is in the year of the Cleveland Cavaliers to bring a guy in, their their feet are to the fire. They 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 have to do it. So, ha ha. <laughs> we struck gold. Thank you, LeBron. Thank you, LeBron. I hate that you left the Heat, but thank you, thank you, thank you for helping the Timberwolves so much. Oh my God. There ain't no jersey burning in this town. Maybe Kevin Love's. That's the only one. Uh, don't don't burn your Kevin Love jerseys. Send them to me. Oh yes, there you go. Like Joey, he didn't sign with the Lakers. I'm burning it. <laughs> no, Julius Randle jersey time. So there you go. You still got a power forward out of it. Bloody oath. Mm-hmm. Bloody oath indeed. So with that, we will. Uh, we I believe we're ready to take a quick break and hop right into the retro Laker Wolf tradition, eh? We'll be right back. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply search for and download Showtime and Timberwolves on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, find us on the Double Twist app. And for Windows and Blackberry, search for us in the store icon. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Vince Germano. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T-Wolves. Follow us on Twitter at Showtime T-Wolves, and at Finrock44. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. 
That's 209-736-7877. Now back to Paladino and Vinrock. And we are back here on the Showtime and T-Wolves show. Did you miss us? (laughs) It's time for the Retro Laker and Retro Timberwolf segment. Would you like to go first? Indeedly doodly, my follically challenged friend. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I only thought it'd be fitting to go with Mr. Coach himself, Byron Scott. Cool. Three-time, three-time, three-time NBA champion with the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. A career average, my friend, of with the Lakers... Of 15.1, had his best year. I think we won the championship. It was uh, 21 points a game in 1988. Mm, Uh, Spent, spent, oh, geez, what was it? 10 years with the Lakers, let's say, around roughly. (laughs) Uh, Left to go with Indiana. Had a good run with Indiana, but then I think the really cool part about Byron Scott was uh, after his one season in Vancouver in 95, 96, he came back uh, to play in 96, 97 with the Lakers as a little farewell. Something similar, I was hoping Paul Pierce would do with the Celtics, but... Who cares? Uh, it was pretty cool that he came back and, you know, mentored Kobe for a year and made his life a little bit of hell, you know, get me some donuts, do my laundry, all that sort of stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Sidebar and Scott, he was, um, wasn't was a superstar by any means, but he was super consistent, could surprise you with the odd dunk, nice outside shot. Um, I'd classify him as a semi-star and, and uh, someone who I would, I would... I actually still haven't got his jersey yet, so I've got to get a Warren Scott jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he coaches the Lakers as well as he played, I think things are uh, going to be great. So, um, yeah, I just thought it would be fitting to give it to Byron because he's our new coach and Laker legend, champion. Mm-hmm. And he wears my favourite number four, too. The, the, the fourth quarter belongs to Paladino Joey, right? <laughs> That's what I always used to like to say. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love that number, and I always liked Byron Scott as a player. And he's, he's the kind of guy that's so in, integral to a, to a championship team, a competitive team, all those, you know, or actually he only played, as weird as it sounds, he only played two years in Indiana, but he was so valuable there. He's so noticeable. With, yeah, uh, yeah, those teams that went to the Eastern Conference Finals, Against Orlando, or actually, yeah, yep, yep, against Orlando, and in '94, uh, of course, against the New York Knicks. Unbelievable battles against those teams. Came off the bench, so valuable the whole time. Yep. Uh, very, I love when when aging players go back to their original team at the end. That that that's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he was th- he was thirty five. He averaged. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he was playing twenty two minutes. Yeah. Um, actually, actually less. I think he's playing about eighteen. Eighteen, yep. Gave us nearly seven points a game. So, yeah, thirty-five. I think obviously he was more valuable uh, helping out guys like Kobe and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was it was it was cool. It was cool for him to come back. I really really like that. Yeah, you know, Vlade Scott. Uh, Bloody Divac, Scotty, uh, Scotty Pippen back in Chicago for a year. You know, kind of stuff is cool. Oh, love when Bloody came back. Did did absolutely stuff all, but it was fun. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's still fun. You know, it's, it's always to have a nice little send off like that. Um, being we're in a huge trade situation, possibly landing an Andrew Wiggins. Um, most people might be thinking, "Up, oh, Joey's going to bring up Kevin Garnett." Uh, I, I can't yet. I, I can't do it yet because he would. I'd have to really, really talk for a while. I think with that one. <laughs> but and yeah, that's coming one of these days. But the player we got back in the Kevin Garnett deal, the one player that really was the centerpiece of the deal, just like Andrew Wiggins is probably going to be coming back from the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. That guy is Charlotte Hornets star. Yeah, Charlotte Hornets star, Al Jefferson. Oh. I, I always liked the guy. Oh, great. Oh, me, too, mm-hmm. me too, man. Me too. Mm-hmm. Still love him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and it's one of those old, like, how can you not love him, right? <laughs> but yep. what I cannot believe, Al Jefferson is a 10-year veteran in the NBA. I, I can't believe it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm well, getting came old. In so, came, came in super young straight out of high school, did he? Yeah. Sure. Yep. 
it was the last year for it, if I remember correctly. Oh four, oh five. I believe that was the last year. Yeah. Yeah, he did come in with the Boston Celtics. What's also kind of weird is it seems like, well, it seems like he's a three-year per team guy so far. Hopefully for the the Hornets, not Bobcats, the Hornets' sake, that uh, it'll be longer than that this time around. And I'd love to see that Hornets team continue to improve and get better uh, out east. Uh, yep, Celtics three years, Minnesota three years, and then we made the worst trade maybe in the history of mankind. Um, I, I, I just... You're you're welcome, Utah. Unfortunately, they didn't even come close to getting out of the first round, despite having a, a fairly decent team with him for three years. Um, but yeah, I still can't get over that trade. I, I can't deal with it. I mean, we literally traded him for cap space and protected picks. You have to move on. You have to move on. Things are looking up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Things are looking up. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Right. This is why you lost your hair. You're dwelling. You're dwelling too much. Joey, get over it, right? <laughs> and yeah, I. It's just because I miss him. You know, I miss him. But hey, you know, I like. I love that he's on the Hornets. I love the fact he had his second best career, uh, season statistically last year with the Hornets. Uh, it, it had been a recovery mode ever since a 23 points a game season with the uh, the Timberwolves in his second go round. Unfortunately. Lost for the year with an ACL injury. Came back the next year solid, but not as good. And it was kind of a slow, slowly getting a little better each year, but just unbelievable last year with the Hornets. 20, almost 22 points a game, 11 rebounds. Um, an underrated defender, at least at the power forward position. He actually blocks shots when he plays that position. So, always liked the guy. Great post moves. Oh, my. Um, kind of like a, kind of like a, I know I'm getting ready for some type of slap in the face from someone out there. Maybe many people. Closest thing in the NBA offensively to Hakeem because he's kind of got the he he uses the post moves that that Hakeem did. They're not as good, <laughs> um, but they're they're not uh, obviously just like certain players that copy other great players in the past. They're they're never quite as good. But yeah, I'm gonna see what you said. I'm see what you said. Yeah, but uh, we get we get you. Mm-hmm. He's he's the most similar, you know. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, and you could tell he he adored Hakeem Olajuwon growing up. You, you can just feel it. And yeah, great great post player Al Jefferson. Yeah, I, I should put the wraps on that one. Nice peak, nice peak. Like it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. And love the Byron Scott pick too. Wow, three time champion. How could you not? Know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and how can you not? Uh, how can you not? Love the way we always uh, have our retro players be related to what's going on. I mean, that's that's a great way to do it, I think. Well, we try to. <laughs> yeah, and dare I say it's the only way. And, and yeah, you can't do it every time. I understand that. Understood, sir. Understood, Captain. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I'm inter- interested to see what your bar fight is. I'm, uh, I've, I've, I've gone for a... Do you want me to go first, or you? I'm, I'm... Are you ready, or, or do you want me to jump in? I, I am ready. I, I'm... Okay. Usually, usually I'll let the host go last. It seems like. <laughs> right, well, I'm going to tend to mine. rotate. Yep. Go ahead. I think I with mine. I, I actually I want to have a bar fight with Phil Jackson. Ooh, zing! Because when I read what he offered the Timbles, yeah, what the fuck? Kevin Love, I, I just wanted to get a. A massive long neck, smash it over his head, followed up with a, a barstool of the ribs. Wow. To offer that pitiful, pathetic package. I think he I think he must have been playing two K or something on the PS4 and just put in a silly trade and put you know, trade over right on. I mean, is he, he he's taking the piss, surely. He couldn't be serious. Yeah. it's uh what was it? Amari Stoudemire. Um uh, well, yeah, yeah, Amari Stoudemire. I think Hardaway Junior, which okay, that's, I like that's, him, but that's a good start. I mean, no. yeah, I like him, but not that much. Jeez, you know, <laughs> you know, he's probably well, the best player coming back in that trade, isn't what, he? What a joke that was! Jeez, that that's the classic uh, case. Of, you know what? David Kahn might have taken that deal. Um, well, at least we got rid of him, so um, he's 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 happy to go to a big uh, a big city. <laughs> Uh, uh, Hardaway Jr. has a really wonderful future in this league. 
and, and I just love Jumper. <laughs> Stoudemire gives us cap space uh, after we void it, after we try to buy out his contract. This is this is what I'm saying with Flip. Flip's like that ain't happening anymore. <laughs> Flip's like, who do, you, who do you think you're dealing with here? This is not David Kahn. So well done. Phil needs to be slapped, barstooled, you name it. That was my bar fight. Man, that was a awesome pick. Awesome pick. Awesome, <laughs> awesome pick. Um, mine's also Kevin Love trade rumor uh, related. Trade rumor, trade fact, trade negotiation. Golden State Warriors, uh, you really, really thought that uh, you're going to negotiate with us about uh, Kevin Love and absolutely refuse to include Clay Thompson? Really? <laughs> Are you sure? You, you did hear that we were offered Wiggins, right? Yet you still don't even want to offer Clay Thompson? Oh, well, that's okay. We'll take Wiggins. <laughs> that's pretty... It's just like asinine, really? You know? I mean, what were we supposed to take back? Protected picks and cap space again? That's... my um, David Kahn probably would have taken that one as well. This David is, Lee offers a lot of Kevin Love's uh, similar qualities. <laughs> this is why you need to apologize to Flip on next TE. Next yeah. When the trade goes through, you must apologize. Flip, I love you. No, not yet. <laughs> this is the temporary one right here. Yep. When, when the trade goes through, you get on TE and you apologize. <laughs> Agreed, Captain. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Now I'm turning into Star Trek over here. <laughs> oh, let's head off. Oh, no, Joey, please. No Star Trek, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me a favor. When you sign off, you've got to sign off in the Aussie accent. Huh? When you sign off, you've got to sign off in the Aussie accent. Oh. <laughs> I have to do an Aussie accent? Yeah. Okay. Just, oh. just, just for my amusement. It sounds like, yeah, that sounds like fun. It does, indeed. Anything, any final thoughts you may have? Since, uh, yeah, normally we do go to the Facebook page, which you did here in the jingle and the, the Twitter accounts and all that, but we've been uh, extremely inactive. We've been in hibernation, so we apologize for that. Yet at the same time, we've been waiting for, for Byron Scott to be named head coach. It's been about a month that he was supposed to be named, but they're just kind of, I don't know what they're doing, sitting at the table playing poker, I guess. <laughs> and we've been waiting for the poker game between Minnesota, Cleveland, Golden State, Chicago. God knows who else to come to an end to. Uh, so we've been waiting for those chips to be dealt uh, to the Timberwolves. <laughs> um, so that's part of the, partially why we've been inactive. Uh, we will be back indeed soon. Any final thoughts you may have for this one? Uh, as I said, I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we pretty much said it all. Nice additions for, for each team. Kevin Love, Kevin Love, Kevin Love, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Get on it, mate. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so obviously it's a 30-day wait. And, well, it's less than that now. That's the good news. We're, we're, we're one week through. we got three more to go. That's it. Mm-hmm. The impatience is is, uh, is on. Circle your calendars, folks. August twenty third, <laughs> thirty days is up. So if there's no trade five days after that, okay, I might start to get a little bit nervous, a little bit shaky. Um, gonna need a little more buffalo sweat for that. But um, in advance, uh, I'll drink to the trade right here, right now. Nice. Ah, nice and brown colored. Well, blackish brown, but kind of Cleveland Cavaliers, I suppose. A little bit. <laughs> so uh, good luck to you, Kevin, in Cleveland. I'm sure we'll be back before he's a Cavalier, but we'll see. I mean, uh, I, it is the off season for now, but we'll see what happens. After the trade, I'm sure we'll definitely be back, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, without a doubt. So, bloody hell. Bloody hell, it's been a great show, mate. That was gold. Joey, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it? Yep, that was awesome. Rock and roll. So that was my Aussie shout out. Maybe I have to do another one. That's good. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> so with that, go Timberwolves, go Cavaliers, kind of. Yeah, okay. Go Cavaliers, go Timberwolves. Go B Scott. Go B Scott. Go flip. Go Wiggins.